It's Monday, April 25th. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about the French presidential election, Elon Musk and Twitter, CNN Plus, and also the Southwest fires. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. French President Emmanuel Macron has won re-election, the first president to do so in the country in 20 years. He beat out right-wing candidate Marine Le Pen, who he also faced in the 2017 election. Even though he came out victorious again, he did win by a smaller margin this time, which could indicate a possible change in voter sentiments. Regardless of domestic politics, some leaders around the EU expressed congratulatory messages at the news. The continued presence of Macron is likely a welcomed result for those worried about a shakeup in leadership when the country is in the middle of dealing with the war in Ukraine. Europe, the EU, and NATO have very close ties to the results of the conflict, so a sudden change could have made for unwelcome instability especially considering that his opponent, Le Pen, had pretty different thoughts on how to go about the conflict. President Macron will serve five more years in office. He was originally elected in 2017, becoming France's youngest president at 39 years old. It looks like the tides could be turning for Elon Musk in his bid to buy Twitter. Last week, Elon, who is the largest individual stakeholder in the company, revealed plans to buy the platform outright. Twitter's leadership wasn't receptive to the idea, though, and even threatened to conduct the so-called poison pill option, which would flood the market with discounted stock for all stakeholders except for Musk, which would make buying the company much more expensive for him. But over the weekend, Elon's announced that he has secured funding of $46.5 billion for a $43 billion offer. And it sounds like this development has stakeholders now actually considering the possibility. Leadership is reportedly working on an estimate of the value of the company, likely to consider for negotiations. Apparently, though, Elon has said that he isn't interested in negotiating and won't veer away from his initial offer. Twitter executives and Elon met yesterday, and while details of the meeting are still unknown, things are looking to move pretty fast, so new developments on this are likely to happen soon. Last week, CNN's parent company Warner Brothers Discovery announced that it was shutting down their highly publicized streaming service, CNN Plus, just one month after launch. CNN Plus was announced in July of last year and was touted to be the largest endeavor for CNN since its initial founding in 1980. It was a network solution to joining the streaming market by investing hundreds of millions of dollars and recruiting top talent from competing networks, like Chris Wallace from Fox News, Casey Hunt from NBC, and even Eva Longoria to host a travel show. But only a few weeks in, and the viewer stats have been incredibly low, with less than 10,000 viewers tuned in at any given time. The New York Times reported that the decision to shut it down came from new leadership that was recently formed after the merger of Discovery and Warner Brothers, that while they were willing to give CNN Plus a chance, that the lower numbers did not justify the giant cost. 
The end of the streaming service could possibly mean the laying off of hundreds of employees. Although the company has said that they'll do all they can to find opportunities for workers elsewhere if possible. This blow to CNN comes as the media company is still dealing with the fallout of losing one of its star anchors, Chris Cuomo, and its longtime president, Jeff Zucker. It also comes as media brands are working to find their place in a world moving increasingly towards streaming and digital. Audiences, especially younger ones, are moving away from cable news and more towards more independent shows that often cost a fraction of the big networks. This was supposed to be CNN's entry into the news space, but now with the initiative shut down, it's not clear what the news network will do next to move into this new generation of news consumption. Arizona, New Mexico, and also Nebraska are currently battling major wildfires. Collectively, the flames have moved over 150,000 acres, forcing evacuations of at least 4,000 homes. In Nebraska, there's even been one death and reports of several injuries among firefighters. In New Mexico, fires are starting to actually combine with other fires, like in the case of the Calf Fire near Santa Fe with the Hermit's Peak Fire. Fire season in many states have been experiencing longer and more intense seasons in recent years. In California, the top seven fires have been from just the last four years. Instead of preparing for designated seasons, now fire departments and residents are finding themselves facing these breakouts much of the year. It's Monday, April 25th, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the news diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at The News Diet or directly to my email, feedback at thenewsdiet.com.